How's it going, everybody? Here to do an episode of Morning Confessions. It's 6.20 a.m. Monday, the 25th, I think, of uh, July. Um, Been pulling an all-nighter the last handful of weeks. Just my body clock and things going on in life just... Got me out of whack. But, you know, doing some cleaning up and, and things like that that I want to finish up today so I don't have to do it the rest of the week. But uh, took a break and was watching a bunch of TikToks. And I got riled up. I got riled up. And I just want to make this podcast... Um, I'm not going to put any music or anything behind this, you know, I'm not going to put any ads on it, because I usually don't on Confessions episodes, but, um, I, uh, you know, I try to not be a hateful person, I try to be understanding, I try to take people at face value. You know, I want to believe people when they tell me certain things. Which is why when someone betrays me or hurts me or someone that I love. For someone like me who's an empath and an introvert. And even just simpler things like just my personality as well. It hurts that much more when someone is untruthful with me. No matter how difficult it is for the person... I wish someone was just honest with me all the time. Because if you don't like me, or whatever the situation is, or whatever the deal is, I'd rather you just tell me than try to sugarcoat it, or try to... Don't worry about my feelings. If we're having a conversation, or I'm asking you something, or we're talking about something, just fucking tell me the truth. That's what I'm doing with you. I'm telling you the truth. You know? Uh, The only people that I sugarcoat things for are kids... And elderly people. That is it. I try to be a little bit more understanding to elderly people. Because they've been through a lot. They, they understand more about life than I ever will. That doesn't mean we won't have disagreements. And, and I'm not going to take shit for shit. You know. But I try to be respectful. I try to be kind. And so I will sugarcoat things and explain things. Like I would with a kid. A lot of times. You know. But those are, that's it. My own age group. You know, my my parents' age, my siblings' age, normal adults. I'd say if you're between the ages of, you know, 20 and, you know, 70, I'm not pulling any punches. Because you don't deserve to have me pull punches. So don't do it with me. Respect me enough to be honest with me. You know? Um... But, you know, I, I try to be a respectful person. But I'm getting to that place where I really don't give a shit about being respectful anymore. And there's so... Like, I am finding myself, like, hating everything about life more and more, you know? Um, as a... 
as a member of the LGBTQ community, I'm petrified, you know, um, you know, it's like I have all these health issues and stuff that I'm still figuring out because quite frankly, my local doctor that I have and the doctors around here are, are, are shit because I have shit insurance and I'm not able to see better doctors that could actually help me. So it's like I'm in pain all the time. You know, I'm dealing with these psychological issues, these emotional issues. And then I see the state of the world we're in. But then it's like, I see the way, and it's like, I am so pissed off at conservatives and people on the other side of the the line, you know. Um, this country, America is going down in flames. And I feel hopeless. You know, I thought, you know, the way that I was raised, and you know, my parents aren't perfect people. They've made their fair share of mistakes. Some of them I've talked about here on the podcast. But at the end of the day, I genuinely can say, as much as me and my parents disagree on things, vehemently on some things, disagree, there is no doubt in my mind that my parents are good people. But when I look at the majority of conservatives, they're fucking garbage people. And I thought the, you know, when I was ra- being raised, when I was growing up, my parents taught me that as we get older, and you know, when I get to a place where I can have kids and and that sort of thing, that the whole idea is to try to leave this world in a better place for future generations. You know. Um, and we're not doing that. We have this older generation, this this generation of bigots and racists, fascists that are they just won't die out. Um, and they need to be exterminated. And that's not me saying that I am okay with people hurting other people or anything like that, you know, don't, you know, but this is me saying if these people aren't willing to stop, if they don't find the self-control within themselves to mind their own fucking business, we're going to end up in war. We're going to end up end up in war. It's going to take one person or a group of people um, being killed. Um, and it's, it's, it's going to send us into, into, all out, into an all-out engagement. Um, 
I can I can I can see it in minority groups, specifically the the Latinx community and the black community. When I watch different TikTokers, when I talk to friends that are Latinx or, or black, the patience is wearing thin. And now all this stuff with abortion rights and taking the medical rights away from women, with all this stuff with gay marriage, now you can add women, which is 50% of the population, mind you, and now the LGBTQ plus community. Now our patience is wearing thin. And I'm just curious, what is going to be the breaking point? You know, what is going to be the breaking point? Because something is going to happen. Like I said, someone is going to make a move on the conservative side and they're going to kill one person or many people and it's going to set a chain of events off like we are not ready for we have all of these Victorian diseases we have all of these fucking you know uh, the vid is still rampant because of fucking anti-vaxxers and people that weren't willing to wear masks when appropriate in the beginning you know because because Point blank. I'm just going to be honest, you know, because I always want to be honest and and vulnerable here because I don't want to make it sound like I'm somebody that I'm not, you know. I wore my, I wore masks in the beginning, in the beginning, I got vaccinated. But, you know, even being someone that has a, a lowered um, immune system, the thing about wearing a mask is... Like, let's use a movie theater, for example. You know, when I started feeling brave enough to go to the movies again, I did wear a mask, like, the first two or three times that I went. But the thing is, especially... When you're in that close proximity to someone else, even with having a seat open in between, like it was in the beginning, um, because back then theaters only filled up 50%, um, you're still super close to other people. So if there is one person in there that isn't wearing a mask, then it's pointless. You know, the thing that people for, for don't realize is masks only work, generally speaking. I'm, you know, when it comes to COVID, masks only work if everybody wears it. You know, uh, it's just the nature of the beast. So, you know, even once the theater that I go to, Cinemark, once they started saying that you don't have to wear masks inside anymore, I just stopped wearing one. Because the second I saw somebody in the theater not wearing two, it's like, well, this isn't going to do me any good, especially when the person's sitting right next to me. It's like, well, you know. Cuckoo Chew, you know? And it's like, you know, if it isn't fucking monkeypox or COVID or something else that takes us out, it's gonna be our fucking selves. But going back to the point of leaving this place 
better than how we found it, kind of, like the saying goes, you know, um, we don't care about kids. And I know I just did a podcast recently where I kind of went into all that. I'm not going to go through all of my thoughts on that again. If you want to hear all of my thoughts on that, you can go listen to that. But, um, but we really don't care about kids. We really don't. Um, the short version and what, what, I, what I do want to say in terms of the podcast I'm doing now is a thing a lot of people don't realize is teenagers and kids are so much smarter than we give them credit for. Um, and of course I'm talking in a general sense. I mean, kids are kids, teenagers are teenagers, and you definitely have some that are exactly what you think of when you think of a, a kid or a teenager. But just going through TikTok and seeing different parents posting videos of their kids and having conversations with them, or even just parents telling stories about conversations and things that have happened between them and their family and their kids. Kids are so much smarter than they're given credit for, you know. And they are literally telling us adults who they are and what where they stand and what they want the future to be, you know. And we, as the generation before them, that is... This might be cold to say, but we're all going to die out one day. How is it okay? How do we have the right to steal that future away from them? 70% of Americans are for marriage equality. And yet we are letting the 30% take rule over fucking everything. And, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to make this podcast is because I just find myself at this point where I think the the fuse on the TNT has been lit. I can feel my patience starting to run thin. And I know if I'm feeling that way, I know there's got to be other people out there that feel the same way. Um, and you know what? I'm going to say something unpopular. You know? I do believe that there are good Republicans out there. And I do believe that there are good conservatives. And I do believe that there are good Christians out there. But there's not as many as you might think. You know why? Because in every other in every other way, you might be exactly though like a good person. But if you aren't willing to speak out against and put your name on the line and stick up for what is right, you can't call yourself a good Christian. You can't call yourself a good person if you aren't willing to stick up for what's right. It's hard to stand up to your friends. It's hard 
to stand up to your family. It's hard to stand up for what is right. And it's true, there's a lot more times where it ends up kind of depressing in the end more than it ends up positive. Because there's a lot of people in the Christian community, in the conservative community, in the Republican Party that are assholes. And they're, they're sticklers to what they want. But if you are someone who is a Republican or a conservative or a Christian, if you're any one of those things and you aren't fighting for what's right, openly, not privately, but openly, then you can't call yourself a good person. I will never believe that you are a good person. Because you are standing by, not willing to get your hands dirty, because you don't, you don't want to get in the, in the fight. And you might be just as sad as the rest of us and frustrated, but why aren't you doing something? You know, um, this is the time where we all need to be letting our voices be heard. This is a time where we need to come together and speak. And I'm going to be honest with you. I see the writing on the wall. I think a lot of us do, which is what makes this whole situation difficult because we don't want to give up. We want to keep fighting. But make no mistake, we're going to lose this battle. It doesn't matter how hard we fight. It doesn't matter any, anything like that. We're going to lose. Um, because we have, a, we have a corrupt governmental system right now. And unless this governmental system is completely broken down and rebuilt, nothing's ever going to change. And so people like me, who are... LGBTQ+, um, women, um, the black community, Hispanics, the Asian community, you're probably going to watch us systematically be taken out and killed. You know? Um... That's a big reason why I've had such a hard time getting rest and finding peace. Because right now I live in Florida. And I fucking hate our governor. We're just going to leave it at that because if I say anything other than that, I could legally get myself into trouble and I don't want to do that. So you can kind of guess how I feel about that motherfucker. But I'm petrified of living in this state. And I want out. But I'm in a place in life right now where I can't. And even if I wanted to move, honestly, the closest place to me, I've watched different TikTokers talk about this. I've done a little bit of, very little, but a little bit of research myself. It's like the closest place that's genuinely safe for someone like me who is in the LGBT community is Vermont. I don't have the... I don't know anybody in Vermont. You know, I don't... I would be going completely alone. Not only that, but I'm not financially able to go there, you know? 
and it's like I because yeah you know there are other states that kind of are in the middle you know that are more that are kind of purple they're not red they're not blue they're kind of in the middle depending on where you're at in the state I know I have friends that are in Virginia and they love it and they really think that I would love living there but it's like if I'm if I ever do get the chance to move out of Florida I don't want to just go to another state that's not great you know I want to find a place that I can settle in as much as I don't want to be in a place where I never see my friends or my family again like I have to think responsibly and I have to think realistically and it's like as a gay person I have to go where I'm the most safe you know and I guess it depends on your definition of safe you know obviously I'm thinking large scale meaning I don't want to be riled up and have something happen to me but also like you know I also wouldn't have like a backup you know system in place like you know let's say I did get to move to Vermont I I would be up there alone so it's like if something happens to my car I don't know how to fix a car you know I barely remember how to replace a tire if I absolutely had to replace a tire I could wing it I remember enough that I would know what to do but it's like if something goes wrong with my car I don't know what to do you know I would just have to trust whatever mechanic I go to things like that you know there's just so many things like that like I wouldn't if I got into an emergency situation god forbid if I got in a car wreck or something happened to me like it's not like you know you know it would be an easy way for my family to get to me or something and it's like I just I uh I um I never thought that I would get to this point because of how much I love movies and entertainment. But I lately I have been waking up around but we'll say between it depends on the day and the day before and what's happening, but I'd say I, I wake up somewhere between four and six. And then I usually am up all night and I don't go to bed until probably about, you know, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, you know. Um, and so I'm about opposite hours as, as my family, you know. Um... It's like I I wake I wake up and I play some video games with my friends, watch a little bit of YouTube, and then I'm up all night just bullshitting. But it's like I 
don't have the love for movies that I used to. Uh, and TV shows, you know. And it's it's weird. It's weird to be in this place because it's like, you know, I still haven't gone and seen Thor Love and Thunder. I didn't get to go see Top Gun or Jurassic World while I was in theater. And all three of those movies are movies that I really... They're in my top ten movies of this year. They were on the list of movies that, above every other movie that comes out, these are the ones I wanted to see. But it's like, the fact I haven't seen Thor... I can just wait to watch it on Disney+. Plus. Do I want to see it in the theater? Sure, but I don't really feel like making an extra effort. I don't really want to leave the house more than I have to. I'm petrified of leaving my own home. I just assume to stay here and sleep and do the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I don't know what that says, but I know it's not good. It's hard for me to be passionate about anything when I'm living in constant pain and constant fear. You know? And the little breaks from that that I get are playing video games with my friends. You know? It's a nice little escape. And I think it's because my brain has to be more active with games than with a movie. You know, with a movie, you're more passive. But with a video game, like, for instance, I'll use Fortnite as the example. It's like you have to watch out where other players are and make sure someone doesn't get the sneak up on you. You know, things like that, you know? Got to pay attention to where the zone is moving to, that you don't die. You know, you got to help your teammates and revive them or make sure they have health or the weapons they need or, you know, things like that. You know, you're active. You're, you're, you're doing something. It isn't just, you know, sitting there. Um, so I don't know, you know. Um... I think the best thing that would I think the best thing that could happen for humanity right now is if every man became sterile and women were not able to bear children anymore and the and humanity just die out. Um because we don't care about the people that are actually here. People don't care about facts. All they fucking care about is what they personally believe. And it's like, that is one thing that I am so thankful that my parents always taught me and my sisters the difference between. Even if we, you know, growing up in a Christian conservative home, even though growing up we definitely came to conclusions on things that now I disagree with, but my parents always taught me there's a difference between how you feel and what is real and what is fact. And you can have your own personal beliefs and you can have the things that you believe, but to deny fact, to deny where the truth is, that's dangerous. You know, I use this example all the time. Me growing up in my family, we growing up have always been 
anti-abortion. But I remember having many conversations with my mother, and she has all you know she has always said ever since you know I was old enough for us to have these conversations that you know she has always been anti-abortion, but she's not going to use her political ability to control someone else's life. That's 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 an overreach. That's not okay. You know, every person should have the right to decide what is best for them. That's the thing about America. We are here, and we all have different beliefs. And 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 if we like, we have to be able to come to some sort of consensus and middle ground on that. Because if we can't, then we need to stop pretending like we're the United States of America. And we need to become. We need to evolve and become something different. We need to split up. You know, we need to separate the states into red and blue. And even that, just that simply is a scary thought. But if it's what needs to happen, then we've got to do it. You know, I will gladly move out of Florida if it's a red. If it becomes a red state, and I will gladly go somewhere else that's blue. You know, other than my 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 family. And the few friends that I still do have here in the area, there is nothing keeping me here to Florida. I've told my parents for a year, and I'm sure it sounds like a slap in the face to my parents. And I don't mean it that way, but I tell them all the time, hey, look, when I get my life together, I'm fucking out of here. I'm leaving. You know? Um, I have zero connection with this place. You know? I just wish people would start putting others before themselves. You know? I mean, you can't do that all the time. There are absolutely times where you have to put yourself first. But on the big things in life, on the things that matter, those are times where you where you can always put other people first. You know? And it really shows the character of people when you're not willing to do that. You know? Um, I'm just scared I'm, I'm, I'm scared right now You know You know And, and you know um, You know it's like You know once In a couple of years once my life is able to come back together And, and be normal again You know I was really hoping to meet someone and fall in love and, and all those kinds of things but if I'm going to be frank unless I'm introduced to somebody from someone I know or something like that or I meet someone in person I am petrified to put myself out there on dating apps again and doing all of that you know like I mean I already did in the past so it's out there and it is what it is but it's like In this climate, is that really a smart thing to do? I don't know. And of course, there's a lot more steps in between now and then before I would even go on a dating app again because I need to fix myself before I let someone into this mess. You know, I'm sure there's some guys out there that would accept me as I am, and that's really sweet and kind. But if I'm really going to be with someone, they deserve me in a better spot you know what I mean like I totally get it where it comes from when people say that you know 
they will accept you no matter what. And that's really sweet and kind. And and on a surface level kind of way, absolutely, you know? Like, none of us are perfect, and you can't wait to be perfect. But you also have to be responsible, and you also have to be realistic with yourself and know, hey, yeah, there's there's things that I need to fix about myself. And I'm just not in a place where it would be fair for me to be with someone. Even that's what I would love, because I would love to have a boyfriend right now that I could cuddle up with or call and talk to and, you know, get my fears out with, you know, maybe cry with, you know, who knows, you know, that would be great, but alas, you know, um, so if anybody ends up finding this, just take care of yourself, you know. No matter where you find yourself on the spectrum, no matter where you find yourself in life, whether you're rich or poor, no matter what you do as a living, whether you're a parent or not, just take care of yourself. We are living in such a crazy time right now, and I think the one thing we all need to do is make sure we're mentally okay. And that's a big reason why I'm making this podcast is... I want to be another voice out there. Even though I have my own fears and I fear feel the way that I do, I want to be another voice out there that says you're not alone. If you are feeling scared and kind of traumatized, me too. And you're not alone. But as much as we can, we're going to make it through it. The situation might get a lot worse before it gets better. But by by its by the end, all being said and done, I do believe there will be a sun rise at the end of all this, and I do believe that we will get to an okay place. But 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 between now and then, yeah, a lot could happen. A lot could happen. That's a big reason why I'm trying to make certain changes in my life, and I'm trying to get to a better place. It's not because I want to. It's not because I want to be responsible yet. Mentally, emotionally, I can't tell you guys how much I'm not in a good place. But I'm in survival mode. And I real I am realizing that I need to get to a place where I can function better as a human being. Because, God, if the worst happened, I'm not ready. I'm just, I'm just not you know and I don't want to just give up and I don't want to just yeah I just don't want to give up you know I want to fight but I'm not able to fight yet and so there are a lot of things that I'm working on you know and so if there are things in your life that you need to work on and get better at do it now do it now because let me tell you, I wasn't a great student in school growing up. You can ask my mom. There was a lot of things that I fought her with. The only real subject in school that I really, really loved. I liked aspects of science. The stuff that was less mathematical because I'm terrible at math. But like, I liked dissecting things and seeing how things worked in that part of science, you know. 
but history was my thing. I loved reading about the past. You know, I've talked about this in the podcast way back when I very first started it. My favorite thing to learn about um, was like ancient Greece and, and Rome and all of that kind of stuff. Alexander the Great, you know, that time in history was my was my favorite. But I just love history too, like even early America and, you know, other countries, you know, uh, different things about the United Kingdom, you know. Um, but I say all that to say history was a subject that I actually cared about and paid somewhat attention to, you know. And, you know, my personality, you know, I'm not... When I am not a little... I am not a detailed person. I am a big picture person, you know? Um, and so being the fact that I'm a big picture person, when reading about World War II, reading about the Civil War, reading about all of these, you know, different moments in history, you know, the Civil Rights Movement. Guys, we're there again. We're, we're, we're at one point. We are at the beginning stages of, like, three different points in history again. Maybe four, maybe five. There might even be some that I'm overlooking. But the point is, we are reliving like the beginning stages of many crucial points in our history again. Do we really want to do this again? Do we? Do we? Um, so, yeah. Um... I wish more people would read up on pre-World War II. Like, just two or three years prior to World War II, leading up to maybe five years, you know, five years before, but but for sure two, three years before World War II, leading up um, it's Just every day I'm reminded of how scary things are right now. But with all that said, it is about to be 7 o'clock. I've been re- recording for almost 40 minutes now. Dear God, any of you that have made it to here, thank you for listening. It genuinely means the world to me. Please listen to some of my more happier podcasts. And I will get back to doing reviews, things like that. Um, you know, the thing I was doing on Twitter, going through everything Marvel, kind of got stopped. I still got to watch Dark Phoenix. That's where I'm at next on my big Marvel watch. So if you've been paying attention to that, sorry. I know I said that once I watched the first, once I got through to the first Avengers movie, I was going to do a podcast and I was expected to get there pretty quickly, but it's been a while since I've, since I've watched anything. So it just... I've just been in a weird place. I just, you know, I've just been in a weird place. But I haven't forgotten about it. I will get back to doing entertainment stuff. Um, it, it's just going to... It, it, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But, um, but yeah. So, thank you for listening. And as always, I love you all. Everybody that listens, uh, whatever you're going through in life, know you're not alone. And I'm not just saying that arbitrarily or to be nice. 
I mean that genuinely. We are all struggling in our own ways right now. You are not alone. Take a deep breath. Let it out. And just do the best you can. We're all going to make it through. You know. Um, we just have to stick together. But, uh, yeah, with all that said, peace out, everybody. <laughs>